Stay tuned for after the podcast to listen to me and my dad. This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Let's start the show. My name is Rob Wagner. I'm a photographer and videographer from Toledo. I have my own thing I call Man Overboard Images, and I work for an advertising agency here called Madhouse Creative. And this is the Nerdball Podcast. This is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. Rob, thanks for being on the podcast. Of course. Uh, you were late because did someone broke into your van yeah, or just no, broke I was, a window? I was just, well, they ended up not, they thought from a video they broke a window, but I got there and it was just the van was unlocked, which is a whoops on our end. But <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we got some video cameras. I was just sitting down to dinner and my boss called and he's like, you're the closest to the office. Can you go check if everything's okay? Oh. And so I ran over there real quick. Uh, there was nothing. We had the van pretty much empty other than some like random kind of just garbage Little things, basically yeah. yeah that was just sitting around that we don't really use uh, everything else is in the studio so it wasn't like a big deal and i don't if you got anything it was just like kind of stuff that we don't use so not a huge deal but just so you kinda, didn't care enough to take out of the van anyway so yeah exactly so okay. it, we probably won't ever use <laughs> <laughs> man that's a uh, yeah i saw that message um well, ha- a half hour after you sent, sent it, I felt bad. I'm like, oh no! That's why I was like, you know, we could change the date. No, I, I figured, I, I figured I had enough time to get there and back, but I knew I was going to be cutting it close. I wanted to, you know. <laughs> well, that yeah, that sucks. Um, so, so you said you're a uh, photographer and videographer, and I know um, just because you're my friend, I know that's something you started later. Yeah, like, like you, you definitely didn't like go to school <laughs> and want to do this, right? No, I had no idea it was even a job. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I took yeah, at high school. We took photography class with Mr. Yeah. Reeman and. I enjoyed it, but I didn't, you know, that's, that was the extent of it. My dad had a camera growing up, but again, it was just a hobby for him. Yeah. Um, and so I enjoyed it, became a hobby for me a little bit late. Like in high school, I enjoyed doing it. I would take it to track meets and mm-hmm. kind of stuff and just for fun. Uh, when I got to college and started doing music is when I, I just kind of like didn't even think about cameras. In fact, I wish I had it back then because, you know, I was doing cool stuff with my life back then that yeah. I didn't document at all. <laughs> it was like, I got zero <laughs> photos of when I was in the band traveling and stuff, but, um, basically I started when I was in my mid twenties. I, when I had my son, um, my mom was like, you need to take pictures of your kid. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I can do that. I guess it's kind of fun. And well, see, most people, most people just use their phones. But, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I took some money that we had and I bought a DSLR camera, just like an entry level yeah. consumer one, nothing fancy, but, uh, it became like a, an obsession. And then when my, our first Christmas after our son was born, my wife bought me Photoshop as a surprise oh, birthday nice. present because i was like oh this is you know and um the bass player for my band who and you know obviously but darren uh when we were on tour he would teach me little photoshop tricks because he was into it more oh. more from the graphic design or the design element but he would teach me how to use it a little bit mm-hmm. to make our tour posters and that kind of stuff and i got like i kind of lo- loved the idea of it but i didn't really have any practice because i didn't have it myself yeah uh, so then when my wife bought it for me i just kind of became obsessed with it <laughs> and just kind of started scouring the internet for anything I could find to mm-hmm. figure out how to do it better. And I'm still doing that. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I do with this podcast too. Just go online to see the software I have. What, yeah. What's the, I want to get the most out of it that I can. Right. You know, there's different levels to it. Like I'm sure there is for a lot of stuff, uh, yeah. but my level, what can I, what can I do? Cause right now it's like basic stuff. I'm learning new things, especially things that help me edit a lot. Quicker. Oh yeah. 
you know, because that that takes for me that takes a while. That's always the yeah, and I feel like that that's the same with anything. I think with photography too, even it's like you, you can go out and buy a million dollars worth of gear and not know how to use it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'd rather you know. <laughs> I'd rather use what I have and get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've always been that way where I'm kind of like a, I like the DIY stuff. I like to, oh, okay. gorilla, I call it, you know, like I, I don't necessarily have to have the best gear. I'd rather have like something that I know how to use yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and feel comfortable with. So, yeah. Well, um, I just recently, I saw a, a, I don't know who posted the picture, but they tagged you in it of when you were in high school running track. Oh yeah. Uh, it was, it, I don't know. It was after me. That's yeah, the, like, four Trevor, by four. Yeah. <laughs> oh trevor yeah trevor posted it and then i reshared it so oh okay yeah, yeah. i it's funny because uh i'm helping this year with the high school do it okay for track yeah. and uh and i saw that I go man i remember remember that because that was my favorite thing to watch was the four <laughs> by four and because a lot of times especially when we were there that was in a league that's what determined the league championship. yeah it always, it was always the end me the end race the end, yeah uh, and, did you, did you I, it always seemed like you chris Gregg, um who else uh hennings um, you guys, that you guys, you never seem nervous about. Were well, you guys nervous? Am I allowed to swear on here? I was scared shitless <laughs> all the time, man. I, <laughs> I have, oh man, every maybe it's just your personality. I no, guess. I, I never, I never saw it. We had so when I think back about track, I always think about like, I wish I had more confidence because mm-hmm. I'm like I was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back now, at the time I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm like, you know, yeah. but back then I'm like, oh, I wish because I think a lot of races, I, I, I didn't, I started to realize that. Towards the end of my senior year, I was like, "Oh, these ways I, I win a lot of these races before they even start." Yeah, uh, not to be cocky, but like I'd talk to these people and they'd be like, "Oh, you're Rob. You you run a forty. <laughs> you run a forty nine And I'm like, hey, "Yeah, I ran a forty nine last week. I don't know what I can run this week." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, okay." And then they just stay behind me. It was like, and I'd finish at like a fifty two or a fifty three, and they'd be like, "Whatever behind me," and they'd get done and go, "Oh, I didn't run as fast as I could." And I'm like, "You just ran slower than me. That's all you." Yeah. And that's how I always. Chris is different than I was. I would always run. I ran a little bit faster than whoever was next to me. Okay. And so if they were running slow, I was running slow. If, I, if they were running fast, I was like, I didn't, I didn't like to lose. Yeah. So I just stayed with it. But I didn't care how bad I won. I just was like, you uh, needed just, just to, to win. win. Yeah. And because I have five other races that day. Yeah. Or whatever it was. <laughs> so, uh, but Chris was the opposite where he, he, he was, you could put him on the track by himself or with, you know, Usain Bolt and he's going to run the same time. Yeah. You know, he's, he just has that muscle train consistency and he just is driven more to do his best every time and i'm just driven to win yeah yeah <laughs> not that he wasn't winning as well but yeah like, you know. just the, the for him it seemed like the pr was more important yeah. than the win so and but for you it's like as long as i come ahead of that guy it doesn't yeah. matter what my <laughs> you know you know to, to go back to to the beginning of your race i was just talking about it with a shot putter today that a lot of times I wouldn't i wouldn't do it on purpose but during meets i'd get in other throwers heads just when i was oh, warming yeah. up because they could see like, oh, this this guy go throws far, yeah, and, and the same thing, like they know who you are. Exactly, yeah. It's like this like mental game, and they're like, oh, I know I can't beat him, so I'm as long as I can stay close to him. And then they just get into that rut of like being like, oh, I need to be behind him, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. it just sticks to it. It's I I I've noticed that actually a lot. So I think a big thing about probably any sports is a mental game more oh, than, yeah. than even a lot of physical. Yeah. So. What was your favorite uh, event to run? Was it the four by four? Four by four for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm always been track was fun as far as individual or whatever, but I always love the team stuff. The, I mean, the camaraderie of a, a relay team is the four guys that are like, you're in it. To, and especially with, when we got to the level that we did going to States and yeah. stuff like that, it was like, we all took it seriously mm-hmm. and we 
had traditions. We had rituals that we would do. Yeah. Like I remember we would do weird things. Like we pass around a mug of coffee and he'd take a sip and <laughs> Trevor hated coffee. And so he'd like, he'd like force it down, you know, that kind of thing. And, and it was all just, you know, straight black coffee. We'd all take a chug before, before the race. <laughs> just for no, I mean, it was just like, obviously we're not like getting yeah, it's just caffeine highs or anything, but it was just like this, like one sip of coffee. I mean, it could have like been anything in there. Yeah, yeah. It didn't matter what it was. It was just like, we were going to sit around Yeah, and then we would do, we would do weird, silly things. Like, I mean, I, it was just, but like the camaraderie of a team mm-hmm. and it was, you know, like you, you coach football, you played football. Yeah. There's a, that's a big team, right? Yeah. Like, so like, I'm sure there's within that team, there's probably little groups of teams like the, the well, offensive line yes. the, you know that, yeah. they, they're really tight you know yeah. or whatever and i think that's how it was a track i got along uh with everybody on the track team and i thought you know at least i thought so <laughs> yeah and everybody you know as a team it was great but our relay team was like this at the time especially in season it was like we were like a little brotherhood but it was your best friends at yeah exactly track. Yeah, yeah exactly we were a team on and off the track yeah. as well so it wasn't like Oh, I hate these guys, and but they're fast, so I gotta run with them. It was, <laughs> yeah, these guys are awesome, and we're winning. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, winning winning makes everything. Yeah, better. exactly. Yeah. Um, so tell me about when you guys went to states. That was when you were seniors. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, we went junior and senior. Well, sorry, I went senior, junior, and senior year for the individual. Okay. And then for the relay, we went senior year. All right. So only, yeah. So how how was that? How was your experiences there? Oh, I. Again, going back to the scared shitless kind of thing, <laughs> I I crumbled on that stage. I'll tell you that did much. You really? I did terrible. Um, yeah, I ran. So the the week before at regionals, I ran like a forty nine, low forty nine, broke uh-huh. the school record, broke yeah. whatever, all that stuff. And then the next week, I ran like a fifty three or fifty four oh, wow. at states. Didn't even make it to the finals. Yeah. I was predicted if I would have ran what I got, I would have like the week before. If I'd have just done the same thing the week before, I would have got sixth in the state. Wow. I ended up at like 18th or something because yeah. like, I only bring 20. I was like, you know, I beat two people, <laughs> which I should have beat, you know, 14 people. Half, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, there was definitely people there that I don't think I could have even come close to, but I mm-hmm. should have been more into the running, you know. At, le- at least to the finals. Yeah, exactly. And I just don't know what – I mean, I – Well, yeah. you know, with, with running, it's it's just throughout like the mental part of it, but from running a 49, breaking a school record, it could have been – perfect conditions yeah. that day and then the next time there's a little bit of wind or it's colder or and, it, and that could affect you know i don't know if it's gonna affect four seconds right i think that I, might have been yeah. more in your head too I'll but. Be honest, I, I crumbled under the stage like i got there and i mean it was at uh, down in it was actually in dayton at the time usually it was at in columbus oh, okay um, but that was when they were building there was like two years they were building a stadium again in the mm. jesse owen stadium down oh in columbus, yeah so okay. they did it in dayton um but it, it was the biggest track meet i'd ever been in and i like you know crowds you know you're like there's a crowd yeah exactly like you go to high school track meet and it's your parents your your friend's parents and especially by the time the four by four comes around and it's like oh it's the track (laughs) rest of the track track team yeah Yeah. and and so you're just like okay uh this is fine i'm just gonna run and have fun and and you're and not to like knock it but you're you know you're running against people that you know you can beat yeah and i'd get to there and i'm like oh i don't think i can beat these people yeah (laughs) so it was like this i just yeah didn't do well what about the next year for the relay the relay we um again we oh that was the year yeah we lost one of our guys that year or i think or was that the year before oh no that was yeah, sorry that was the senior year we brought um we just brought bones as an alternate oh okay <laughs> but, I I do, like, there I was somebody there that was an extra we, we, you're allowed to bring an alternate so we just okay. and we're like if one of the four of us go down it doesn't, matter, it doesn't right? matter yeah. so we'll just bring bones because we like bones. we'll bring our friends <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah we ended up uh, we did okay we didn't i mean we were I don't think we were predicted to do it as well. We got there and that we were excited about that. And it was like, a, let's have the race of our life and see how we do. And, yeah. and we did okay, but we didn't, 
uh, we didn't end up going, I think, again to the finals. Chris ended up going to the, the finals, I think, in the individual that year, but okay. the team didn't that year. We ended up just kind of, nobody crumbled or f- failed. We, just, we, we ran what we ran, and yeah. it was just not good enough yeah. to get, it was good enough to get there, but not good enough to move on. So. It, it's still, I mean, to go there, especially two years in a row, it's still, it's still like, you got to feel accomplishment. Yeah, it was, just I mean, going, it was cool. We, I mean, I think the cool thing about track as to the other ones again, it's um, like especially the state champ. It always ends on like Perrysburg's graduation, yeah. <laughs> and so like we're at, like everyone else has to go through their graduation rehearsals and stuff, and then we show up right before the thing because we like just came from Dayton and yeah. we're like all sweaty and like I've thrown on a robe, <laughs> and my hair, you know, and I'm like, oh, did I graduate? Yes, okay, good. Yeah. I can walk out. <laughs> like, okay, so it's, yeah, it's it's a cool like you know the whole grade like is like about to finish school and they're all like kind of excited that you just showed up and yeah. like, how'd you guys do and yeah. the whole everybody like your entire class was there waiting for you mm-hmm. to find out what happened and talk about it and, and and then also graduate it was just a cool it was a cool day yeah didn't ultimately the race part didn't end up exactly how we had hoped but it was still a fun the fanfare fun, yeah it was just like a, they made a big deal out of it for us which i thought was cool back yeah. then so yeah because because ultimately uh for you and for me because i did track like like during track season, this is it. This is our sport. But oh, yeah. for a lot of people, it's like, what's track? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People don't care about it, <laughs> right? You know. But but it's cool that your whole class was like, yeah, yeah. When you get awesome, to that man. point and they, they start to like pay attention, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, yeah. If you're, oh, it's one thing to yeah, you win a, a, a meet, you know, or yeah. whatever against another school, and yeah, whatever. But mm-hmm. when you get to that that level, they're kind of like, oh, he's actually pretty good. We yeah. should we should notice that <laughs> or acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so you were. Um, Good enough to go to college, right? College uh, to run? Yeah, that was a weird story. We can, and, yeah. I, and that's why you know we can talk about it as much as you want to talk about. Oh no, yeah, it's fine. But yeah. but I because I, I do understand some of the story. Yeah. Um. But it, from my understanding, is, is Chris Gregg went there? Yeah. To, to Miami, correct? Right. Um. And to me, the way I remember it is you weren't going to go, and then like towards the end, you decided you were going to go. Yeah. Let me. I'll start in the spring of our senior year. Mm-hmm. I. I committed to go to Bowling Green and run track. Okay. Um, on, unexpectedly, sometime after graduation, um, so before, after you could even like send and submit to go to another school, yeah. <laughs> BG announced that they were dropping the men's track team. Oh. Like just real suddenly, everything, the track team was done. And we're like, whoa, geez. Like I was like, okay, that was like my life back then. Yeah. So I was like, okay, um, what can I do? I can't apply to any, I'd have to, I'll have to wait like a year, right? Um, and I'll be out of shape and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, well, I know Chris, he's my best friend. He's going to Miami. I'll reach out to him and see if he can get me in contact with his coach. The coach was like, yeah, you can come down here and run. Got me, walked, walked my application through for me and got me oh, into nice. to Miami. Um, and I went down there for a couple weeks <laughs> and just, I got uh, very, very sick actually. I, oh really? I, yeah. I, uh, I missed the first like two weeks of class. Um, just couldn't get out of bed was puking and i was eventually just like and you may know this about me i don't know if anyone else like i wasn't the best student <laughs> well i was gonna ask you and yeah. I, I didn't want to insult you but i was gonna ask you did you have the grades to get into miami no the coach walked me in okay and uh, he took my resume oh that's what you mean by yeah like okay. literally he was like don't send your application to the school mail it to me ah <laughs> uh, okay okay i don't know if this is legal or i don't know what's going on you know, <laughs> it's, but, a, it's <laughs> a long time ago it's like 20 years ago yeah. so he was like just mail it to me and I'll walk her through, like mm-hmm. literally. And so I was like, okay. So I sent it to him. Uh, I had to like, my, you know, the I was in 
literally I was in classes that were like called how to go to college 101. Yeah. Like it was like, these are classes that you have to I take did that to, too to at learn. BG. Yeah. And, yep. and, and I, I didn't mind it. I actually liked it. I was like, Oh, this is, I kind of need this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was good. Um, but I got really sick, missed a bunch of class, missed two weeks of the, at the very beginning. And I think because I wasn't there academically at the level that I should be, I felt yeah. very unqualified to catch up. Oh, and okay. I was just, I, you know, retrospect or whatever, I maybe could have fought through it and at least tried, tried and, but yeah. I got real sick, got kind of anxious and I just decided that I was going to come back to Bowling Green, uh-huh. went to Bowling Green. And then the next spring semester, I met a couple guys that were on already on the track team from the year before that had disbanded, you know, or whatever they stayed at Bowling Green. And we decided to, the there's like six or seven of us. We decided to start the Bowling Green Club track team. Oh, and so we did. Uh, we did start the club track team at BG. Um, we were like, I guess I was one of the founding members of it, but I, you know, I didn't do. I just ran it. Yeah, like, <laughs> you didn't do the paperwork, right? Yeah, just, so yeah. I can't really say I'm a founding, you know, but I, I was <laughs> on the original team yeah, <laughs> of yeah. the club team, which was cool, and it became less of a a job and more of a fun sport again. Mm-hmm. Like it was like at Miami, and when you're there on an official team it feels like it's your job yeah. and they expect a lot of you, which is fair, but like that was, you know, some, it's it, not for some, it people. took a lot of the fun away. Yeah. Um, cause I, I, again, it was just, I was I knew in my head that I was never going to be an Olympic athlete or mm-hmm. even, you know, and maybe I could have earned a scholarship or something like some books or, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like I wasn't a superstar at the time, you know, I was, I was good, but not yeah. a superstar. Like I wasn't, I could have, you know, walked on and done stuff, whatever. But, I ultimately just decided to go back to BG. When we did that, we got to go to the same tournaments as everybody else. We just had to pay our own way. Oh, okay. And so, you know, we were like, I felt like, uh, you know, one of those 90s kids movies, like with like Little Giants or like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'd Little show, Giants. like, I remember like we ran and we ended up going to a tournament and Chris was there against Miami and him and I ran the same leg. We did a four by one against each other and he, we were both the third leg of the four by one. And, you know, I'm just standing there talking to him, looking before, as the race is like going on, we're just kind of goofing around. And I look down at his shoes and they're like Miami branded with like his initials in them. And they were like probably $150, $200 track shoes. And I'm like, I still got my ones from high school. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's just, there's a different game, different sport. You know, they had, they were had access to trainers and all that. So it it became just us doing it for fun and Mm -hmm. just to get out and do it. and, And we enjoyed it. And, um, is that still going on now? Does yeah, there's a club track. Actually, I met a guy. I'm a good friends with a guy now. I just who I met as an adult um, out at work sometime, and he's a, a videographer too. And he went to Bowling Green and was on the club track team. Oh, he's nice. just like ten years younger than me, so I was like, oh, that's cool. That yeah. It's still going on. Yeah, and you guys are still doing it. So do you feel like a sense of pride? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's cool. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, somebody yeah. you know saying I'm you know you didn't do like work or or the paperwork or whatever, but there was some group of guys that yeah. that had to say let's do this right. And it was it, you know, we got a good we practiced. It was funny we practiced with the girls varsity track team and and we actually recruited the old varsity track coach boys coach. They didn't fire him. They just said the track team's no longer yeah. and they put him in charge of the rec center because he was like about to retire so they gave him like an extra two oh, just okay. a kind of a job to Get for through. like another year or two mm-hmm. and so he was like yeah i'll coach you guys for free and so we had an actual legit varsity coach <laughs> yeah. who had done it for like 20 years but he was again he was on his way out and he realized that we were doing it for fun and he and i think it was good for him too he was like oh i'm just gonna have fun with this too these yeah. guys want to be here you know and it was one of the things where like you know if i went to miami chris was like 
the coaches are telling me I have to run this race, this race, this race, and this race all today, and I'm not feeling great. I just want to run, you know, and I'd yeah. be like, oh, my coach would be like, hey, what do you want to run today? And I'd be like, mm, I'll do the 200, maybe. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll sign up for the four, but if I've scratched, then, you know, yeah. no big deal. Like, yeah. And I'll be like, cool. <laughs> you know, I mean, he would, in so many words, but he would push yeah. back a little bit if he thought you could do more. But, Correct. like, he's yeah. not going to, like, he's like, oh, yeah, if you don't want to do it, screw it. Don't, well, yeah. don't do it. Like, it's fine. Like, it was, it was a good Good setup. Yeah. So. Well, and, and that's the the point of, um, and I've, I've said it all the time on this podcast, if you're going to school, um, A, pick a school you really like. Yeah. Um, if, or if you want to play a sport, pick a school you really like, because ultimately if that sport doesn't happen, you, you're still <laughs> at a place you like. Yeah. And, and and make it fun, whatever you're doing, you know, like, like you wanted to do track. It didn't work out at Miami, but you still want to do it, and you were having fun doing it. Right. So it made it a, lot, a little easier for you to, to do you know, I, and I don't, did it affect your school as far as like, I'm here having fun. I'm going to try no, a little and, bit, or are you still not a very good student there? No, I actually did way better in college than oh, in nice. high school. I ended up, I mean, I wasn't like, you know, valedictorian, yeah. anything, but I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I, was, something changed. Yeah. I, I, well, I realized, I, I think there was a, a switch as far as high between high school and college with me where I'm not, I know even to the day, I'm not good with like busy work. So mm-hmm. you give me a hundred worksheets to do over a night. I'm going to be like, Oh, I don't want to do this kind yeah. of crap, but I can go to class. I can listen to what a teacher says. I can memorize it, spit it back out. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's pretty much, co- that's what college yeah. was. It was like a lot of lectures and then read a book and then fill out some tests and now yeah. you just, it's, it's scary for some people because you're like oh I only have two tests that make my whole grade and for me oh. I was like this is awesome <laughs> because 90% of the other stuff I wouldn't even do so yeah. I would fail <laughs> so this it was it was a good college actually was good for me mm-hmm. as far as that goes and and again track was an became like I never I didn't join a fraternity or didn't do anything like that I did join other organizations at school as far as like freshman I did like the events stuff at school. Oh, okay. I put on concerts and all the freshman welcome weekend and all that kind of stuff. But um, the track team that we did have became kind of like a fraternity. And actually it's funny yeah. on that post that you told, started talking this whole conversation about was yeah. if you scroll down on my post, it's like a couple of people from high school that commented and then the rest of them are my college track friends. And oh, really? Like, <laughs> like, we should all get together again. And I have nothing to do with that picture, which is cool that yeah. they still are like, oh yeah, I remember, you know, and then there are people that I you know, was close with for those couple of years and I hadn't really talked to in a while and then posting a track picture unrelated to them, yeah. it still brought them out and they were like, Hey, let's, you know, we should, I'm up in Detroit now we should get together. And oh, so, nice. you know, it's it, hopefully we actually act on that and cause I would love to see them. You know? I, I tell you when, when the stuff does like that, when people are like, Hey, we should do this or do that. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be one person that, that actually like, <laughs> Hey, we're doing sends it. calls out. Right. And, and, and really, and sometimes it can only ha- like be that one time you set a text chain and then it might not happen for another two years, but at least you have this text right. chain now. You know what I mean? But somebody has to be take the reins a little bit. Yeah, that's know? our big thing at work when we're we're planning things. Is like we're always like, uh, when, well, we got this shoot coming up, when, and we're like, we'll just put it on the calendar, like you know, like because otherwise we won't plan for it, we won't do anything. So yeah. we just gotta like get it. Uh, once you put something on a date on the calendar, it becomes like a deadline, and then you gotta you know. So same thing with hanging out. I think it's we're old now. <laughs> it's like you know, I got <laughs> I got kids and I got a job, and yep. you know, I, not that I don't want to hang out with these people, I just forget about it and well and, I, yeah. I told i told a, a group of my friends um george smith i was yeah. ta- i was talking to him and i said uh this was a la- like last year before even covid i was like we should plan a dude's weekend at somewhere out west or some some state for like three years from now and he laughed i go i'm just telling you someone with kids and a family and job and <laughs> that needs to like save money for it like this is how we we need to do it yeah and george doesn't understand <laughs> No, I mean he could like hop on a plane tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but that's that's how 
we got to plan stuff. Now. Yeah, and and I'm well aware, and, and George laughs, but he understands too. Yeah, um, but but that's it. Just makes it easier for everybody. Oh yeah, because you can't just be like, hey, ne- even like next year, let's do this. Like I don't know. That's like, I got I got a, I need vacation. I had time. a very similar text with Darren and and my friend you know, Nick Springer. Yeah, and yep. so Darren and Springer were texting me, and I think Dan Ball was on the chain too, and we were talking about getting together and doing like a West trip, like you just yeah. said. And yeah. And I remember thinking, wow, this is way far out. Like what they're asking is they were talking about like a year out and I was yeah. like, Oh, that's crazy. But yeah, that's probably what we got to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the same thing, planning vacations with a family. Like we, we planned, we went to Disney in 2019. We have been plan We planned it for three years. <laughs> like we saved, we were saving money every year, you know, just like so much stuff just so we could, we knew it was going to happen. It was going to happen. And when, when it did, it was going to be, perfect yeah you know same thing with these trips right that's what yeah and yeah. I need, we need a disney trip man. <laughs> it's awesome man. Yeah. it's awesome. i did a uh a podcast with our vacation planner uh julie oh okay and um so listen to that because she's she's awesome yeah and i always tell people and i've sent it to a couple friends that said they want to go to disney i sent the link i said listen to this she's excellent if you use you use her if you want to go to disney because awesome. it makes it so much easier julie i need to go to disney yeah okay. yeah um <laughs> So the whole time you're in college, you're also doing music. You're in a band. Yeah. So well, so I was in a couple. George, I was in a band with George yes. in high, in college. Uh, him, him and Ryan, we did some stuff. And then, what was uh, the name of that band? Do you remember? The Homecoming. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. We did a couple. So that was one in high in college at least. We, I was in a band with George in high school too. I remember I, I walked up to George. At, we were getting haircuts at first choice <laughs> randomly, <laughs> and I sat down next to him as we were both waiting, and I was like, "Hey, George, uh, I think you're funny." Uh, you should be a front man in a band and I'll play the drums. And we like, I was like, I don't even care if we're any good, but you can like, you'll, it's fun. You'll win people over because you're funny and you have a presence on stage. And Uh I was like, that to me, I mean, not that music's not important, but I was like, we'll just have fun doing it and you'll be fun and you'll be, I know you'll control a crowd, you know, like he knows how to do that. Yeah. Um, he's good at it. So I was like, you know, we can, it's me, him and Ryan Deering, which was a fun, fun little thing. Um, and then we went on in college and did it a little bit more. Um, and it just kind of was for fun. We played a couple, we actually played a couple shows with some probably embarrassingly, but they were, um, some decent bands. And one of them I actually ended up touring with later on when I was in my other band. And I was like, Hey, we played with you or I played with you at another show in Toledo one time and we opened for you guys. And now we're on tour with you, but a separate <laughs> band. It was like a weird, like, moment, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I started doing that. And then my, uh, my senior year of college, um, I was at a show, a Panic at the Disco show, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the band that I eventually ended up joining was opening for them. No, they were the headliners, and Panic at the Disco was actually opening for them. Oh wow! Which was at the time that I didn't know who, nobody knew who Panic at the yeah. Disco was. It was like their first show ever in Toledo. It was like they're, they had just gone on their first tour. This was like a stop before, and then literally after that show, like a week later, they were on tour with Fall Out Boy, and then just blew up. Oh, okay. uh, so it was like they opened for the band that I joined. But I went to that show. And I was good friends with the guitar player, Mikey Corwin. Uh, remember him or not? Yes. Um, so he was the guitar player in the band, and I was like, hey, you guys are pretty good. It was like an electronic guitar, like synth and guitar and sing. That was like all they did. And they had like drum machines and loops and stuff. And I was, okay. like, I was like, that's kind of cool. It'd be cooler if you had like real drums and kind of like nudged him. You know? And I was like, hey, what, do you, what do you think? You know? And then like uh, I just kind of started hanging out with them, basically. It was like as a friend. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, these are my friends, and I'll hang out with them and go to shows and kind of work my way in. And I kept every literally, like, I'd be like, 
Yeah, that's a good show, another good show, but you know, <laughs> there's, really there's definitely up. room for drums. On I was like, Sunday, yeah, yeah, I mean, you could step up your live show. I mean, if you want to use the <laughs> recordings on you know, whatever, that's fine. But you know, and then eventually they were like, let's try it out, and we yeah. we practice and. To be honest, I didn't do very well at first. Like, I feel like uh, they almost were like, ooh. Is it, is it because guy? of the type of music? Yeah, or? it was a, um, I had never played with a click track before. And because of the type of music, it was like dance music where we still played with synths and computer generated stuff. Mm -hmm. And so you couldn't get off beat at all. If you got off beat, the whole song just was like, there's no way to catch up or no yeah. way to get back on track. I mean, unless you just stop, collect, listen, and then start playing again. Okay. Like, it's like really bad if you mess it's up. Noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. And because the rest of the song just keeps going and you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Um, so, you know, I'd have to like, and it took, there's like a learning curve I found, at least for me, yeah. with playing with a click track. And now I almost can't, like, if I hear a click at all, like I'm in my car and the turn signal goes on, I'm like, you know. What's, like, a, <laughs> what's a click track? Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. So it's uh, a metronome. Uh, it, okay. it, it basically just a, um, a, just a click. Literally, it's like a. And you just hear it as you're playing? So right that's there. the beat of the song. Okay, okay. And then we and it would loop. So it literally it was uh, like I said, we were playing with electronic tracks and synthesizer stuff that was coming out of a computer. And I had two headphones in. One would go to my right ear that would play the music, and one would be my left ear that was uh, just a click. Oh just, my gosh! You know, oh not stopping. So that's yeah. what I heard, and I didn't hear. I couldn't hear the rest of the band because that's all I was allowed. Like I had to focus on that click track. Yeah, and. So like a lot of people, you know, musicians, they're like, they feed off of each other. They yeah, hear each other. Yeah. They have the monitors. I, I had none of that. It was, was like you. It was me and playing head. to a click track. So it, it, there's, I'm not going to lie. There were times I messed up and then, you know, you could tell people in the back or the rest of the band's like playing and all of a sudden they just turn around at you like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, what? What's wrong? What's going on? <laughs> oh, you know, like, okay. Like, cause I can't, I had no idea what they were doing. So it was a, it was a, you know, I had a external monitor, but those headphones were like noise canceling headphones okay, that were in yeah, my ear. Yeah. So it was a it was a it was an interesting thing, but I got to a point where like I it was nice because I nice and bad. I guess the positive of it was that I just could do my thing and mm -hmm. I didn't have to worry about you know I knew if I just crushed my part, at least tried to, <laughs> the rest of it was on them and they just had to you know and and I would get like people would come up to me after the show and be like, man, you are like a machine. You're always on beat. You just can't. You just it's like I'm like yeah you know just practice. You know but like I'm like oh, I'm just this. so good. I just got you know most people don't have a. I mean I think nowadays it's more common to uh -huh. play with a click track and and that kind of stuff. Uh, like especially now there's a lot of like a lot of electronics being added yeah. to music and stuff. But yeah. back then I think we were not revolutionary obviously, but we were so it was like a newer, newer thing. Yeah. Um and, and we were playing the, doing these things and trying to figure out how to do it live, which was the difficult part. Is you know you make all these things on a computer and it's cool, but like to perform it live was the difficult part of it mm -hmm. and i still feel like it, it we did a pretty good job of bringing it to life but it it has a totally different feel live than it does on the recording because it just feels way more in your face and rock and roll oh, like okay. live drums just in your face and you know but when you put it on a synth and or a drum track and record it on a cd it just has a little bit more of a subdued feel to it yeah so. Well, I mean, that's why everyone loves to go to yeah. shows, yeah. right? It, it almost turned us into from like a pop rock band to live, a CD of a pop rock band. And when you're live, we became like a punk rock band. Oh, it was like okay. Our, just because of the energy, the intensity of it. Like we, you know, couldn't speed songs up because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it was a track, but you know, it was, it, we, we would try every so often to do different weird things where we'd cut out and whatever, but it was, yeah. yeah try and keep it a little bit different than the track. And you, get, you guys got pretty popular. Maybe not so here, but overseas. We, I mean, we did pretty well. We got to do, uh, we signed with uh, Warner Music Group, like a subsidiary of them, not directly with them. Yeah. But, um, we got to go to LA and out to the Warner Music Building, which was really sweet, and uh, meet a bunch of 
really big time record execs out yeah. there, which is cool. Um, we signed a record contract. Did a couple. We recorded a CD in Orlando. And, and what was the name of the band again? Oh, Rediscover. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And then we ended up uh, touring in Japan. Mm-hmm. We did a couple of years on Warp Tour. Um, did a couple of festivals like South by Southwest and that kind of stuff. And uh, I think our biggest show ever is we opened with the uh, for the All American Rejects. Oh, nice. At Savage Arena um, and sold out crowd, which was pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when we toured Japan, it was an experience because it was. That, they they that, just to treat anyone from the United States like they're rock stars. That's why. That's why I remember specifically that yeah. that someone telling me like they're huge over there. <laughs> I wouldn't say huge, but it feel it felt like it, the day. You know, I, I have a funny story about that. Is I I, I I had a big head after that. You know, we did this tour in Japan <laughs> and like literally like we'd have like, be like escorted from the club out to a van and then driven. You know, like, wow. because there was crowds of people like. We weren't even the, the headlining band. We were the opening act, and yeah. people still were like, oh, you know, we were on band, tour with a band called The Hire, which if you ever look up, they're a good kind of pop-punk band. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were on just opening act, and anytime we left, you know, they, there were people, when we got there at the airport, there were people with signs. It was like this weird <laughs> experience. Wow. Uh, we have, you know, there's, we go to a record store, do a signing, and there was like a line out the door, and end caps on all the stuff with all of our pictures on it that like were like terrible photos that somebody we just had taken in somebody's backyard like you know like and i'm like they blew it up and put it on an end cap and i was like looking at it now i'm like it's oh, embarrassing that yeah. i was just saying now yeah <laughs> but uh but the funny part is like, i got i've like had this big head i'm like oh i'm gonna be a rock star you know like that's my future mm-hmm. and i get back like literally a week after i'm back i'm at the the mall in toledo and i see this girl wearing a rediscover t-shirt and it has all of our signatures on it my literally my signature is right on her shoulder and she's walking past no. me, and I go, hey, nice shirt. And she goes, ugh. Oh, my <laughs> Like, God. she thought I was, like, hitting on her, and I was just trying to be like, hey, that's my band. Thanks yeah. for your support. You know, and she's just like, oh, you do it. I'm like, oh, Did you man. say that? No, I, just, I was oh, so embarrassed, man. and I just was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, granted, I was, at the time, I was probably, like, 23, 24, and okay. she was probably, like, 15 or 16. Like, I wasn't, like, hitting on her, yeah, but she yeah. probably But thought, it was cool to see your shirt. She probably thought yeah. that I was, yeah, and was yeah. like, it was this old 20-something guy <laughs> hitting on me, but, I, like... In my head, I was like, oh, she's wearing a shirt. She should know who I am. It's yeah. my name is written on her shirt. Yeah. But she had, you know, it might not have been her shirt for all I know. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a funny, funny experience. So how, how long were you um, with Rediscover? Uh, I would say it was close to four, four years, three and a half, four oh, years. So a lot, it seemed like a lot happened in that. Yeah, it was, uh, I would say actually the, the Japan tour um, was closer to the end um, by the time we actually got to that point. But it was... Um, Probably the last, I think that next, that was, happened actually over Thanksgiving was when we got back. I remember that because it was a big deal because Darren's family is a big Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> and so he's like, I gotta be back by Thanksgiving. You know, it's like this big deal. <laughs> um, and we ended up uh, that next spring kind of breaking up. So oh, okay. that was probably about the end of it. I saw a few years ago, somebody posted the music, some music from Rediscover on Facebook. Yeah, it's still on Spotify. Actually. Is it really? You can look up Rediscover on Spotify right now and, and play it. There's some stuff that I'm on and some stuff that, the singer continued on afterwards and put out another album or two oh, okay. on his own, doing more of the synth and the electronic stuff. And then he actually went on and is huge now. Actually, if oh. you, you can look him up, his his name is uh, his stage name is Lay Youth, um, and he's like a house DJ, electronic music, guy, and he's huge. He's, I mean, he does these. He, he you've probably seen these videos on YouTube of these huge house music festivals yeah. with like seas of people. Yeah. He's he's the guy. Really? He, was, he was actually on the bill. If you ever saw that. Uh, that Netflix documentary, that fire festival, yes. he was on the bill. For oh, really? That. The original, but he didn't end up going or uh, you know, anything to do with it, but he got fake booked for it. Yeah. You know, like it was like, so it, it was a funny little, you can like in the Netflix, you can like see his name up there. It's funny. Oh, wow. it's kinda, but, um, but he's doing really well. He's like, I think he's with 
last I knew it was Sony Music, and oh. he, he was out there crushing it. So, yeah. Um, do, then, do you still uh, who who was all in it? I know you said Darren, Darren, Mikey, and then Wes, who's the now the the DJ guy. Okay. Um, and then me. Uh, and then Mikey left. Mikey was the first person to leave, and then we got a new guitar player named Mike Hurst for about a year, and then another one after that for a couple months, maybe. What um, what led to you guys just breaking up? Just ready to do other stuff or yeah i mean for me it, it just became the band dynamics were weird i i i feel like i'm always the i became like the mediator oh really <laughs> like everybody else hated each other it was like weird and oh. i got along with everybody and i don't i i, I just because i that's just who i am i just like to have fun yeah and yeah. i'm like man we're in a band like we're just <laughs> traveling why are you guys fighting over everything like <laughs> just get over it you know like yeah like you know Mikey would get in fights with Wes a lot. That was just mm. a lot of the two of them. I'm not trying to like, you know, but like yeah. the two of them would fight. Literally, I remember being on the road and I'm driving and the two of them had a fist fight in the van Jeez. and I'm like getting knocked in the back <laughs> of the head by that, you know, and I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? This is nuts. I'd like pull over. Well, um, well, coming from just from the stories you're telling, you started a track group just to have fun. Yeah. You talked to, jo- <laughs> you talked to George uh, doing this band. Hey, let's do this band. You can be the lead guy for fun, you know, and now you're do- and, and if it turns into like, well, my job isn't to be in this band. It's to separate you two or to separate these guys. <laughs> yeah. It's not fun anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, that, and that's essentially, yeah, that's I, when you, you first person ever put it into words, but that. I basically just choose my life on how to have fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that makes life living yeah. a lot easier. Like, I I mean, I, again, I fell into photography, too, that way. I just started doing it for fun. And somebody was like, hey, I'll pay you for that. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know, it's the same thing. And, I, yeah, yeah, it just kind of keeps going into that. And if I don't have fun doing things, I don't understand why anyone does stuff that they hate. So. Yeah. You may have noticed my brand new logo. It was designed and created by Melanie at Cuttlefish Graphics. I was looking to rebrand my podcast, and Cuttlefish Graphics made the process so easy. The finished look of the logo and the professional files I received were amazing. On top of logos, Cuttlefish Graphics offers professional branding and websites. I could not be happier with the job that they did. To start your next project, email Melanie at CuttlefishGraphics.com. Mention you heard this ad on the Nerdball podcast and receive a $50 discount on a new logo design. That's cuttlefishgraphics.com. C-U-T-T-L-E, fishgraphics.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you first started out in, in photography, I'm assuming there's people like, hey, uh, you want to do some photos of our family for free? We'll get, you, <laughs> get you some exposure or whatever. I'm sure that you had a lot oh, of yeah. that. Too. I mean, you still get that all the time. Uh, <laughs> do you I, really? Like, yeah, you've yeah, been it doing doesn't... it for a decade. Oh, yeah. You? I mean, people are... <laughs> They're just trying to get free stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, and I don't, I don't blame them for it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, again, it, it, art is is a weird thing. I think that people don't understand that it's like work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we do, I do have fun doing it. It's it's fun for me, mm-hmm. and and I enjoy it. So I'm really bad at charging people for it. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, oh, you want to pay me? For, you know, it's, I'm actually kind of lucky that I have an agency job where I don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. I just oh, have, okay. you know, this. I don't have to deal you with just the, do the work. I just do the work and yeah. get to have fun and, and somebody else handles the billing and the invoicing and charging and that kind of stuff. Um, I, I, I don't do commercial work on the side cause because of my full-time job, but I do, you know, some family photos here and there every so often now. And, and I've gotten to the point now where I'm, I'll do, I do, I'll charge what I, you know, if I don't know the person, if it's like someone random, they email me, I probably charge because I don't necessarily want, <laughs> you know, uh, I, you I make, make it worth, it worth my time. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, it's not that I don't want to do it anymore because I still have fun doing it. There's just other but stuff. I have a full time job. Yeah, I have, yeah. 
you know, uh, two kids and, and a wife. And my basically, I would. There was a period in my life when I first started that I would just say yes to everything, no matter what. And it yeah. was good. I got exposure. I did get exposure. I got jobs because of it, because of free work that I did. But word of mouth. Yeah, you know? and people were like, "Oh, this guy's kind of knows what he's doing. We should, you know, check him out." And yeah. I, and and I. So I do think there's a value in doing free work. Um, in, in a field like that, I don't know about every field. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in, 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 in artistic creative fields, you got to like, nobody cares really what your diploma is. Like I, you know, no one's asked me to see my Bowling Green bachelor's degree. You know, nobody cares. Yeah. They, they're like, what can you make for us? Yeah. <laughs> show me your photos, show me your videos. Um, that's all they care about. And that and your personality. <laughs> yeah. If you're, can you, can I work with you? Yeah. And that, that's more important than anything that I've, you know, at least, and I'm sure that, you know, you can't be a doctor without a piece of paper that says you are, but mm-hmm. like for photography, you don't need it. So it's more about what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you get a degree in? That's another funny story. <laughs> so so yeah. actually it relates back Animal to the husbandry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it relates back to the band. And uh, so I, I was going for audio engineering. Okay. Um, I, I wanted to be, I, I wanted to be music. Um, I wanted to at least be around it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't necessarily want to be an engineer, but I wanted to know my way around the studio so that my goal was to be a, a music agent. Um, oh, nice. outside. Okay. So when I moved out to LA, I was like, I want to be a movie, movie or music agent, represent bands, book shows, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, halfway through my senior years when I joined the band. And, and I remember going home to my parents and being like, Mom, Dad, uh, oh, I just no. joined a band. <laughs> I know I got like a semester left of school, <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm going to take a hiatus from school and yeah. go tour for, you know, hopefully that just takes off and I never have to go back to school, which didn't work out. But <laughs> <laughs> So three or four years later go by uh, and I ended up going back to school at Bowling Green. Just, I just had one semester and I basically went back to school and talked to an advisor and I was like, how do I get a piece of paper that says, you know, and they were like, well, you can do liberal arts and you got to take 12 credit hours and, uh, of this, this, and this. And so I just did that online. And while while I lived out in LA, part of it was an internship that I got. I worked over at MySpace. Oh, wow. (laughs) So we did did an internship at MySpace, MySpace records, the the music label group that was part of underneath MySpace. So I got to meet Tom, (laughs) (laughs) uh, which was an interesting little thing, but, um, you know, that was a fun, fun time. But yeah. And then I, Finished up at Bowling Green with liberal arts and just was like, I'm good. That's all I need. Yeah. I just wanted, I, I was like, at that point I was like, well, I put in three and a half years. I might as well finish it. Um, but like I said, I, it's never done anything. <laughs> I mean, and, and a lot of people are like that. Right. It uh, happens. You know? and, and I always say, like, looking back, I would, A, if I did go to school, I would have just gone for business and feel like I'd have more confidence in running, you know, my own business or yeah. doing something like that. Um, I don't think I would go back for photography I um, or video or anything like that. I, not that I don't think it's valuable, but I'd, I would have rather gone if that's what I knew I wanted to do back then. I would have gone and reached out to as many photographers as I could and been like, "Can I apprentice under you? Can I assist you? Can I learn? Can I part time? Whatever, you know." Yeah. I would have just been, "I'll be your intern for you know, and just help out and learn from people that are practicing." I learned more in a year at Madhouse than I you know did in four years at college. Um, you know what? Yeah, you're, you're, you are the third person on this podcast to say. <laughs> In that same field, like videography, yeah. photography, um, that they, you know, uh, met one was uh, Melody, Melanie Dunn, yeah. who did my logo. Uh, the other one was Jake, okay. my brother-in-law. They both went to went to BG for that stuff. Um, I don't, uh, Jake didn't finish. I'm not, I, I know Melanie said she did or didn't. I can't remember. I think she did, yeah. Um, but she, but they both said like, you don't need it for this. And Jake even said like, I left because all the stuff I was doing 
in the class. Oh, yeah. I knew how to do it already. <laughs> and I was trying to do more stuff, but they're saying, no, we got to do this stuff. So he's like, I just, I didn't need it. And, I, and, and, to say, and not to say, sorry, I didn't cut you off. No, you're good. Because he, they, and they both said, not to say that college is, is for some people, but f- they said for them, it just wasn't what I wanted. That, that's how I, I mean, you, you went to Paris where we both graduated from the same school and mm-hmm. it felt like this pressure when I graduated high school, like yeah. all my friends are going to college. And, and, and again, at the time I wanted to run track. So I was like, oh, I, if I want to run track, I got to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> but that's my, that was my motivation for going to college, not to get oh, a degree. I, I mean, uh, it, until I've been at Madhouse seven years now. So until eight years ago, I had no idea what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. in, including you know, almost 30 years old. And I, if, once the band thing kind of fell apart, I was like, oh, I have no idea what I want to do. And college isn't, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be a lawyer. I didn't want to be a doctor. I mean, not that I was smart enough, but I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, that, that's what it felt like graduating from Perrysburg to me was that you're going to go you, to college. You better go to college. Or you're going to go to college and be a businessman or a lawyer or a doctor. <laughs> yeah. And that, those are your three choices. So pick one of them. Yeah. And I was like, none of those fit me <laughs> you know um so it was weird and, and i ended up you know just finding something else but you know it, looking back i was like oh, i wish i would have just found a photographer yeah and like this is what i you know but i didn't have that knowledge back then and that's even what i wanted to do because no one told and i don't want to say no one told me that but like like oh i need the world given to me but like yeah. but like you know yeah. it, it didn't seem like an like it was an option to do creative work mm-hmm. um when i graduated high school and went into college i didn't even know anyone that did creative work my, i mean my mom and dad both worked in healthcare and business and were successful but like that was they worked in healthcare and business and yeah. um you know my brother was going to school for pharmacy and then joined the marines so and then my sister was doing uh, i don't remember what she did <laughs> but she <laughs> She actually, she actually was in music, so she did choir stuff. Yeah. So, but it was like on the side. I don't remember what her actual major major was. But as you, you know, it's for for you to say before you joined Madhouse, you still don't know what to do, and you were you were in your twenties. Yeah. Can and and people are expecting seventeen to eighteen year olds. Yeah, to figure I out don't what you understand. Want to do, like, uh, you know, and and for me, and and um, I, I remember making fun of people for going to Owens. Because I was stupid, eighteen year old, yeah. you know. But that's where I ended up going, and I got my two year degree. Yeah. And now, and now I have a really good job. But there, there's so many other avenues, and and a lot of people have talked about in the podcast. And I like most of the people that are um, in some sort of art have that same mentality, where like you don't need this yeah, all these I mean, pieces of paper. I think there's a value in learning like the technical parts of art, but I yeah. also think there's a value in not learning that <laughs> like I, but but maybe like like you don't need to go like for me i would love to take a class on how to edit audio yeah. but that's just a class right yeah you, you don't know? need to once you learn i mean there's no real substitute in my opinion for just doing it mm-hmm. like uh, <laughs> diving into you know you learn how to you can learn to take a class and learn the basics on how to use that software um and you can keep watching youtube videos or taking different classes and learn different tricks here but if you don't actually like just dive into the yeah. software, it's you're just watching a video for entertainment purposes. Yeah. Um, and so it's hard to like figure something out without getting hands on. And, and especially in art creative kind of fields, it's you can watch somebody paint a picture, you know, a thousand times. That doesn't mean you know how to paint a picture, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's a weird thing. And the same thing with photography. I feel like you can, I can watch a video on, you can I could show you a video right now and you you would watch it and be like oh I understand photography <laughs> you know and, and and you would I mean you would understand the basics but yeah. like there's something about just actually getting out there and shooting and you know doing it a thousand times a day <laughs> well and it's also one thing 
to, for you to take a picture of your family in front of the Christmas tree, and here's my Christmas card, and then there's your Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> that are unbelievable, and in my head, they take you like days. Uh, <laughs> the first one did, and it was, uh, it's like anything, you know, and the first one I was like, you know, and it's actually probably my worst one, which is a good thing, you know, yeah. you get better and you get faster, but the first one I remember being like painstakingly like trying to like go, and I, I would like print it off, and then like take a marker and like, oh, I gotta fix that. No, I gotta fix that. I gotta fi- oh, I'm marking it all up and then I would yeah. do that, at, like I would go a day or two and then do it again and now I feel like, oh, I'm just like, oh, I can just, you know, whatever and get it out in, yeah. in a couple hours, you know, still takes a couple hours. It's not like instant. Right, but, you know, but it's it's one of those learning things, you know, you just do, oh. every, the more you do it, the faster and better you get at it, which is another thing that people, I think, find funny about artists or, or creative fields is that they're like, that took you five minutes. Why are you paying for that? <laughs> yeah. You know, and they don't understand that. Yeah, I can do it in five minutes now, but I've been doing it for seven years. And the first couple of years, it wasn't five. I mean, yeah. I've I've gotten a system down or I've gotten, you know, if a knowledge down that, you know, isn't, I don't think necessarily like crazy or, or shattered, you know, but like, it's yeah. not like I invented something new. I just, but it takes practice and it takes Is that repetition. Yeah. It's once you do something, uh, you know, a thousand times, it becomes <laughs> pretty simple to, you, you know, but it, you yeah. do it twice and you're like, oh, you know, I'm an expert now. And you're like, no, you, you did pretty good. <laughs> what, well, yeah. It was the same thing with this podcast. At first when I was editing them, I wanted it to be like super perfect. Yeah. And and the same thing with you. It, it, it can't be. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to take you. You're right. never going to finish. Right. And for this podcast, when I would edit it, I would do a lot more than I needed to. And after a while, um, I'm like, uh, I would edit like all of the ands and ums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, I can't do that after Every a while. Every single one. Yes. <laughs> and after a while, I can't do that. And and then I figured out, okay, I'm not going to, I'm just going to put music at the front and music at the back. And I think for a podcast, that's awesome though. Cause you want that like talk. Yes. That flow yes. of a conversation. You don't want to sound like a if robot. It was a voiceover, you know, and then you cut Correct. out all the stuff. But yeah. yeah. And you know, this is what well, I mean, we've been talking about like half an hour. Imagine to cut out, cut out all my ums would be painstaking. Yeah. I, Can I tell you what's happening right now? Yeah. This is all deja vu, by the way. <laughs> this just happened. This all happened. That, that when you were saying that is weird. Cause when you said it's been a half hour, I looked down and I go, uh, actually it's been 48 minutes. Okay. <laughs> and like, I was like, this is all deja vu. It's weird. Yeah. It's freaking me out. But, but anyway, yes. So, so it, it, the, the natural sounding of it. And yeah. that's what I had to learn. And it was from listening to other people's podcasts. Right. You know, I listened to um, a lot of them that are just talking like us and yeah. some that are super edited because they're, they're fiction, they're a fiction podcast, okay, yeah. you know, so it has to be edited. But, and then just learning little things like when I, whenever I cut something, it, it like if it's one file and I cut something in the middle, now it creates two files. So if I move them around, I have to move both of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then I figured out, like, wait, what's this merge button? And I figured out I can merge them all <laughs> yeah, together yeah, yeah. and move them as one. Because yeah. that took a lot of time, too. Like, <laughs> oh, I made eight different cuts, and I got these eight different pieces, and yep. I got to, like, move them all over little by little, you know? So just, like, little things like that, yeah. finding online, you know, looking exactly. at Exactly. And then, again, like I said, you just keep doing it, and it becomes second nature at a certain point, and you're just, like, you know, just doing it. We don't even think about it. That's, yeah. I, I find that a struggle, because people will be like, how do you do this? And I'm like... <laughs> I just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I, I'm not the best teacher. I'll be the first one to admit that. Like, I, when, I'm terrible when someone asks me to explain something and how, you know, especially like, in, I'll be like, I just push it, you know. Like, <laughs> I, I'd much rather someone be like, I'd much rather me be like, hey, let me show you how cool this is and I'll show them and then that they don't care, yeah. you know, because they're like, oh, yeah, and then they're off. But if yeah. someone was like, no, really show me, and I'm like, ah, well, it's, it took me a while to figure yeah. out, you know. I think too that you're probably in a similar boat too, where like 
the, 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 one of the negatives I feel like that I've gotten about being self-taught is that I feel like I don't have any authority to tell anybody yeah. anything. So uh, <laughs> you know, when they ask me a question, I'm like, uh, this is what I do. Like, yes. <laughs> I don't know if it's the right way to do it or the wrong way to do it. It's a way to do it. And it's the way that I've learned. I, you know, and so that's how I do it. Um, yep. Well, when people ask me about podcasts, I go, well, if you want to start one, here's what I have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I bought. And I tell them there's other things you can buy, but this is what I bought. This is how I do it. Um, but that's, I was like, just like you said, that's all I know Yeah. because I had to, I taught myself everything. J- Jake helped me at the beginning quite a bit. He helped me with some equipment. He showed me how to do things, but then, then I started doing my own thing and trying to figure it yeah. out. So like if, when people ask me, I'm like, here it is, man. And I told, <laughs> I was like, for podcasts, the most important thing is content. And for these type of podcasts, you're the content. You're providing the content for my podcast. Yeah. I just got to ask you questions, <laughs> right? Or have a conversation with you. Yeah. Some of these other ones, it's work. Like and like uh, investigative podcasts, oh, yeah. it's work. You know, um, if you're if you're doing a fiction thing, there's other actors, and you got to bring in all the other stuff. For this, it, I talk to you for an hour. I go edit. It takes me now. It takes me five minutes right. to edit because right. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, but then the work is after. Like I, I'm so lazy with social media. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, could, I, I could do so much more, and I just don't. I'm in that same boat. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or I don't have time. You know, I'm. I'm There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. I know when I do certain, when I do more social media, I can see it on my downloads. Now I don't get a bunch yeah. of downloads, but if I do a, a particular post. Um, I don't know if you've seen the ones where it has uh, the audio and then words, the words on the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, made, I've only yeah. made a few of them, but I know when I put those out, my downloads go up a little bit. Like I might get 10 more than yeah. I normally do. And I know that, but I still don't do no, it. As I'm in the same way because I noticed uh, a couple years ago I started posting behind the scenes photos. Like I would post a yeah. photo and then be like, here's how I did it. So you check out my lighting diagram and here's whatever. And whenever I would do that, it would get shared, it would get whatever, and I'd get all these followers and, and I was like wow I should just do that and I still know that <laughs> you and, know that and, helps and, you but you did but and then we, I do a shoot and I walk it down and I'm like done and I'm like packing up my gear and I go oh shit I forgot to get a you know and I'm like yep. oh so I just got a I just have a photo like which is cool for me but like it doesn't it doesn't draw the same people that yeah. it does when I have the the behind the scenes so that's a big thing that I've been trying to work on, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm bad at it. So Yeah, and, and that, I guess that's why they have social media managers out yeah, there exactly. do that kind of stuff for you. Or to say, hey, yeah. don't forget. Yeah, exactly. I just need like a shot list, and the last thing is BTS. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> yeah, man. It's But it's um, all everything I do for this podcast, and I'm sure the same thing with you with, with your stuff, is, is it's fun. It ultimately yeah. goes back to that, right, that it's fun. Um, one thing that uh, – so I do a podcast with the Metro Parks too – and I just did one with um, Molly Lutke. Yeah, she works with me. Yep. Yeah, and and we didn't know that. <laughs> oh, really? When we were doing the podcast, she emailed, oh, she was at the shoot you did too. She, yes, so okay. she, she <laughs> was on the podcast yeah. with with uh, another board member from the Metro Parks, and uh, that's what she talked about. She said, "She goes, I'm such an idiot." She goes, "I know you. We know each other. <laughs> we we did, and then we talked about the the thing we did with my, my family. Yeah, for Libby." Yeah, yeah, Libby Glass. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm like, oh my gosh! I was like, I, I was like, I had no idea either. Like, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> but but it was it was cool that you know that she reached out and said that. But and it reminded me of how much fun we had. Like, yeah. and, I just told Andrew about it today, and she's like, ask Rob if there's any photos because I'd like to see those. You know, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I see. forgot. Yeah, I'll definitely because it was a that was a weird situation. They ended up like the project that we ended up doing that for kind of got shelved. For oh really? A while. And I, I think they ended up using some of them, but oh, okay. not like as much as we shot <laughs> well if so, you if yeah. you have some i just yeah. send a few over definitely for sure yeah because that was that was a lot of fun i know yeah. well, especially my daughter my daughter yeah she's a ham <laughs> yeah she's she does there's not enough cameras in the world for her 
<laughs> that's good. I prefer that over the people that are like, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm not the best director, so I like when somebody wants to get their picture taken. And when they don't want to get their picture taken, it becomes work for me. Yeah. You know, and when someone is just into it, like to me, it's a collaboration. Uh, with you know, certain, I have a job to do, obviously. And so mm-hmm. when someone's not, I have to still do it. But like, it becomes just fun when the other person, the the model or the talent, just is into it, you know. Yeah, and they, yeah. e- even if they're not professional models, but they're like there and they're present in the mm-hmm. thing and they're contributing. They're not just like standing there like robots, and I have to like literally like angle them and change. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff is always awkward. And I'm always, you know, <laughs> and I'm not the best at that, to be honest. I like to capture candid, more random, like, candid mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, um, and so it's an interesting dynamic to work with people that are like that. But I love when I get someone that like your, your daughter who just is excited about being there yeah. and wants to do it and especially kids because they're super difficult. <laughs> and so when she's like into it and is like, Oh, I can talk to her and she l- listened to me and did what I said, yeah. you know, it's great. Yeah. And she, you know, and she brings a little bit of her own personality to mm-hmm. it. And I mean, that's easy with kids actually more than adults sometimes, but. Well, you uh, did a photo shoot with my son too. Yeah. That was one of my, probably one of my first. Like, yeah. Cause he was, it was like, probably. Like, he's like one or two. Was like, I said, was, I think it was two and he's nine now. We did the two. So. And I remember cause we, I, I remember I felt so bad. After Cause he had to go to the hospital. Yeah. He fell on his face off the step. That too. Yes. But then, um, was it that photo shoot? We did two. We did one in downtown Perrysburg and then one in WW nature preserve. Okay. So, and so one, the one, the one, at um, I don't know which one it was, but I remember him falling. I remember, yeah, I remember being. Like, it was my you idea. took pictures when we when I was holding him, was, trying to yeah, console him. It was him. my yeah. idea, and I was like, "Hey, how about you stand on that little step right yeah. there by the door?" And, he, and you're like, "Okay," and you set him up there, and then he just like wasn't strong <laughs> enough to stand, and just fell the whole step. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, this is like the worst. Like, I felt he was so funny, bad. Yeah, yeah. He was fine, <laughs> but but he ended up. Going, I remember he ended up going to the hospital, and I, then I was trying to think like we were back in like, remember we were back behind buildings and someone was like, Hey, you guys get out of there. Yeah. Someone told us to leave, but there was like leaves and weeds and all kinds of plants. And oh stuff. yeah. 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 So my, my first thought, cause he, he broke out in hives. Oh, so my first okay. thought was like, Ooh, he got it. We got into something. Um, but he ended up, he ended up, uh, he was like, I think he was allergic to medication, oh, but okay. I was like worried like, Oh, <laughs> did he get poison ivy or something? You yeah. know? But, um, he, but yes, you did, you did it twice. And I, I did, uh, um, well, we love professional photos just in general. Yeah. J- Jake's done some for us. Um, someone at the door. Yeah, they always do that. <laughs> it's okay. No, my kids always they just, do that. They left. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. <laughs> it's fun. I was like, I think I see something. <laughs> but but it's fun to everyone loves getting professional. Well, mostly everybody yeah. likes getting professional <laughs> pictures done, and and to, especially when, when you have kids. Yeah, you know. Well, what are your what's your favorite things to to photograph? I do love photographing people. I think that's my favorite thing. Is I love capturing expressions and faces, like specifically, but I. On second to that would be scenes. Like I love to set a scene, like my the Christmas cards I do. Yeah. Or in general, like I feel like there's a difference. Like you can take a person and stick them against a white wall and get a really nice portrait of somebody, and it's a great photo of them, but it doesn't necessarily tell a story. Uh, um, okay. So I think when I take a story or take a photo, every every photo I have, not every photo I have, my goal with every photo is at least that I do as a personal project is to have some sort of story element to it, and it's. Not, and that could be as simple as just like a prop that is a, that goes with a scene or whatever. If you're out yeah. in the woods and have, you know, some like binoculars or whatever, you know, just something that like you're like, oh, why do they have that? Why is that there? You know, yes. it just adds an element of like, well, you can look you, mystery. And somebody it, could look at it and make up a story. Exactly. Too. It yeah. doesn't. It's not an explicit like series of like five images that tell mm-hmm. a story. It's but the, that it shows. It's not just a pretty face or it's not just. um a person in a headshot or whatever it's it's 
it's not, I like characters. So yeah, okay, I guess that's okay. more what it is. Like, I like to be like, you know, you're not you, you're, you're not Lorenzo, you're, yeah. you're a wilderness explorer, you know, or whatever. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, I don't know why that was, I just said woods, like that's yeah. like a cheesy idea. But like, <laughs> no, I, well, it, may, it, it lets people understand what you're right, talking about. Right, but I like, yeah. I like to give a character to somebody and then just let them be that person. And I don't mm. try to overpose, like I said before. I mean, there are mm. certain, certain instances I do if I'm like, if I have a specific thing in mind, but I usually am like, if I have a specific thing, I'll get you into that position and then and I'll take it and I'll be like, oh, I got it. Now let's just have fun. And, oh, and okay. you know, that kind of thing. And, and a lot of times my initial idea is not my favorite photo from that type of shoot. Cause then I'm like, once we start having fun and the person relaxes and, and, and we get like a natural expression, it's a similar vibe, similar photo, but it's not exactly what I had initiated. Yeah. And, and yeah. so I think that, that's a good thing that I've learned too, is not to just get caught up in what I planned because my plan isn't always the best. <laughs> like, I think it is in my head. And yeah. then when I get there, I'm like, Oh, this is, you know, it, it's cool. It was cooler once I let them do like add their element mm. to it, you know? And that's why I like to not necessarily direct, but uh, what's the word? Collaborate. Collaborate. Yeah. yeah. And be like, well, how, how would you, you know, I want you over there, but how would you sit there? Not sit like this, you know, oh, want, yeah, you know, like yeah. you're there, be you. You're not an object. Be you. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want to capture you as this person, you know, or whatever, if it's a character thing or if it's a, even if it's just a senior picture, mm-hmm. I don't like to be like, you know, rigid and, and, and go in there with a Well, then, because then every time you do this particular thing, like a senior picture, right. then they're all going to look the same. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and I feel like most people aren't good at posing <laughs> yeah. when they feel like they're posing. And so you got to like get them to just relax and be themselves. And, and when you're working with a professional model, you can get away with that. Like I could say, Hey, get into this position and don't move for 30 minutes. And you yeah. know, if you're dealing with a really good professional, they'll do it, you know, and it's not fun for them, but they'll do it. Um, if I, you know, if I asked an average person to do that, they're going to be like, wait like a minute and be like, wait, what are you, why am I, like, no, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> this is weird. This, is weird. Yeah. this feels super awkward, you know? And, and so it's like a weird thing. And I just don't like that kind of stuff. So I'm always just like, yeah, sit there and sit how you would sit. Mm-hmm. And if I want to change, I'll speak up and be like, Oh, move your leg back or move your arm. Yeah. But like, now put it into here, but now just be you about it. (laughs) That's usually my direction. And and I know that's not like the most helpful direction, but like a lot of times I'm just like get into this position and just, just relax. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then ultimately people will fold into their net, however they are naturally. Yeah. And especially if they're not used to it, it just is, it's, it's tough. And I get, I'm the same way in front of the camera a little bit. I have gotten better as the more that I've taken pictures. I've, I tried at least a couple of times a year to let somebody take my photo. Yeah. (laughs) Just, not as like uh well well you can feel the other side yeah and i think it's important to not to know like oh it's awkward when that person doesn't talk to me like Mm -hmm. or if that person is constantly looking at their camera and they look frustrated is it because i'm doing something (laughs) bad or is it because they're doing something bad you know like and a lot of times when i'm doing that myself it's because of me and not because of the model and so i feel like i need like i'm like oh i should let them know that it's not them they're doing great i'm just figuring out my camera settings and I'm struggling getting it right, you know, yeah. and I look frustrated because not because of you, because of this. And because I realized that when I'm on the other side of the camera, your face, your face is, I'm just like, Whoa, this yeah. is, this is awkward when that person is not telling me what's yeah. going on. So I, I think that's a huge <laughs> thing, you know, about getting people comfortable too. Yeah. yeah. Well, Rob, um, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. That was, uh, I always, I always, re- <laughs> I always repeat myself, but, but this podcast is about learning for me, learning more about my friends. Yeah. Like I knew very um, surface level stuff of, of your life, but it, but to dive into all that stuff is really cool. Yeah. And I know 
I like it, and I know other people, <laughs> other people will like it. You know, well, thank but you, ultimately, yeah. it's just what I like, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> exactly, it's, you're having fun doing it. Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> and that's what this podcast is. It's just fun. You know, I appreciate so. you asking me that. Yeah, yeah, this it was a good time. It was fun. You were you were great. Oh. So I, thank you. Thanks to my guest today, videographer and photographer Rob Wagner, for being on the podcast. He lived an interesting life. It was fun to hear all the way back to high school track through tour in his band and now um, being a photographer and videographer. It's great to catch up with Rob. As always, thanks to Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia, Melanie Dunn of Cuttlefish Graphics, and Jackie Durr and the Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab. Also, special thanks to my former co-host, Andrew Massey, for helping me start this podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, special treat. My son Mateo is here. Mateo, how you doing? Good. Yeah, how was your day today? Good. Would you? Uh, it was. It's St. Patty's Day. Did you guys celebrate at school or anything? Uh, not really. We didn't do that much for St. Patrick's Day, but in library today, um, we got like these little St. Patty's Day pictures. But I didn't want one. Why didn't you want one? Because <laughs> there was plain paper I could draw on. Oh, and you just wanted to draw. Well, what'd you draw? Did you draw, like, uh, leprechauns or anything, or just whatever you wanted? Just a regular picture. Like what? What was it? Um, like, stuff about the Fortnite. Yeah, um, so it's a new season now, season six. Uh-huh. When you were gone, I was waiting for my friend to come on the podcast, and I, I played the video, and I had to do, like, the close the portals or whatever. Yeah, that was, yeah, it's really cool. Like, after you do that, it, like, tells you, like, what it is about. Did you see, like, that bow and arrow in the video? Yeah, too? yeah. So yeah. so it's all so it says the it's like called primal or something. Yeah. yeah. And they only kept um like uh the assault rifles that were like and they only kept that but they added some also um other ones. Yeah. They added like the pump shotgun and the revolver that were also already in it. And there's like weapons you can make with bones or something? Uh or what is that? Yeah. Did you actually play a match? I didn't know. My friend came in when I had to do the podcast. Oh, um but like you can craft stuff. By like you know where like you when you click the button and you go like to your weapons yeah. like in that um that is like um but you still see your weapons and all that stuff but then you gotta click R and then you can like um use that um other little like um like the bones and stuff there's also like um little metal pieces and those stink things you can collect uh, okay. to make like a stink bow and arrow like a fire bow and arrow there's a there's a video i it popped up on my phone but i didn't watch it that we can watch together it's it's like everything you need to know about season six like it helps you like tips and tricks and stuff oh already so well there's the second day well there's people that get it ahead of time and they can make these videos and do that kind uh, of stuff or like Brick Show Brian, where it comes out right away and they do a whole playthrough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite part of Fortnite? Do you think? Um, probably the part that, like, where I get to go, um, like, and creative and like create my own little map thingy. You like doing that? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. What what what's so fun about it? Um, it's because you can, like, um, once you go, like, and you can make your own rules and stuff, oh. and you can, like, craft whatever you want. So, do you, do you like being in charge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how's baseball season go? You, 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 um, I think you just did your last inside practice, so you get to be outside now. Are you excited? Are you yeah. looking forward to it? Wait, um, when are the practices still? Uh, next week. Um, I think Tuesdays and Thursdays you have practice. Yay. 
What What's your favorite position? Do you think you? Wait, will I be a pickup on Tuesday? No, it's at, it's in the evening. Oh, you're done getting picked up. Yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite position to play at baseball? Probably like first base or something. You like first base? Yeah. Do you like to hit too? Because you hit home runs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't hit home yeah. runs. How, how, so the weather has been nice lately. Um, you've been outside with your friends. That's been pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like being out there with them? Yeah. What's the, what, of all the things you do with your friends, what do you think the, your favorite thing is? Um, probably like playing capture the flag with them. We don't do it anymore, but we used to do it like all the time. I think once once school's out, you guys should probably do a little more. Plus, those the ones we have light up, you can do it at night. Yeah, that would be fun. We have you haven't been able to do that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we've been able to do it like in the day a couple times. Yeah, well, that's cool. All right. Well, I well, do you have anything else to say, Mateo? No. No. Thanks for coming on. Mm-hmm. I uh, I th- think it's about time for bed. Yeah, we got to go to bed now. (laughs) All right, say goodbye.